Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, Intentionally Designing a Lifestyle of Freedom. Today is Thursday, September the 29th, 2022, and it's one of my best friend's birthdays, so i got to remember to send her a text and wish her a happy birthday. Maybe I should call her. I did see her last weekend, but we'll get into that. I want to start off with a quote of the day, as I always do. This one comes from Andy Andrews, who has a podcast called The Professional Noticer. And it's a really good podcast. I I love listening to it. I don't listen to everyone, but he's just a cool dude. I'd love to meet him someday. And um, I posed a question on uh, Facebook recently. I said, who would be your dream podcast guest? And Andy Andrews would be one of mine. I'm not sure who my ultimate highest guest would be, but he is way up there because he just seems really cool. Anyway, the quote that came from Andy is this, use the past as context, not as concrete. Let that sink in for a second. Use the past as context and not as concrete. Too often we get stuck in our head thinking about things that we've done in the past, ways that we've screwed up, something that we've messed up, something we wish we could do different. And it's like we're stuck in concrete with that. But the truth is that the past is in the past. You can't change it. Nothing is going to change it. No matter how how bad you wish you could change it, no matter how much um, you want to do differently in the past, no matter how bad you hurt somebody or how bad you screwed up, no matter what happened, you can't change the past. So use it as context to adjust your actions to the future. If you, if you're trying to say you're vastly overweight, okay, like what did you do in the past that got you to where you're at? And then change that. Use that context to move forward to transform your body. If you're somebody who is depressed or whatever those, whatever it might be, you got mental issues, use the past events, things that led you to that mentally depressed or mentally, I don't know, that whatever gave you those mental issues, change it moving forward. Now, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist or any of those things. So if you need professional help, definitely go get professional help. But whatever, whatever you're battling in life, if it's something that you don't like, look at the past as context for how to change your life and move forward differently. Don't get stuck in the past as if your feet were in massive blocks of concrete. That's not going to help you at all. Use that as context to change what you're doing, to change your actions, and move forward. Because what got you here ain't going to get you there. So change it. Use it as context. Product of the day today is something that uh, graphic designers are probably going to hate, but people who are trying to do it all themselves. If you have a website, whether it's a consulting website or whatever you're trying to do, and you want to make graphics, you know, so often it's very hard to find the perfect thing or to create it. And you got to go out and pay somebody to build the thing. I want to introduce you to Click Designs. It is a custom business graphic asset thing. It helps you to create a variety of business graphics, logos, 3D box shots, 3D device mockups, magazine covers, reports, 
course mock-up, sales funnel graphics, emojis, illustrations, so many more things. Look, you know when you need the thing, especially if you are a uh, if you're an author and you want to create a design for your books to present. So it looks like you know you've got the cool box shot where it looks like an actual book. You can take the you can create the graphic that's your cover photo and put it on this, and it looks like a book. It, it's really cool. You just got to go check it out. Go to kenish.com forward slash click designs, and that'll take you to you'll you'll learn a lot more about it. So go check it out. Uh, it is an affiliate offer. It'll help support the show if you if you like it and if you buy it. If you don't like it, don't buy it. I would never want you to buy something you didn't like just to support the podcast because, I mean, hey, I'm going to do this anyway. But that's enough of that. We're, we're, we're not a sales podcast. This is a real-life podcast about designing a lifestyle of freedom. And this is one of those things that can help if you like it. If not, no worries. Moving on. We've got puppies. You know, I've talked the last few weeks that we have puppies. They will be ready to go on Monday. They will be eight weeks old. They've got their first shots. They are so much fun. But we can't keep all the puppies. So if you're interested in a beautiful, fluffy little golden retriever puppy, you should definitely go find them. Check out my Instagram. I've got pictures of them there. Uh, you'll find the link in the show notes to find my Instagram and, and look at the puppy pictures. I I just don't see how somebody can resist a golden retriever puppy. I had some friends that came in, one of my best friends whose birthday is today. Her and her husband came up last weekend and bought two puppies from us, took them home and surprised their two daughters with the puppies. It was so cool. I, like <laughs> she She videoed the... Um, them presenting the puppies to the girls. That was one of the cutest little videos I have seen in a very long time. So you got to get a puppy. Just Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com. Send me an email if you're interested or just send me a text or a, you know, most of you know how to reach me on any of the various socials. So go do that. Let me get a sip of coffee here. Holler roast coffee, by the way. So good stuff. If you need some good coffee in your life, and I think everybody does, hollerroast.com makes the absolute best coffee that I have ever had. So go check it out. And that's not even a uh, an affiliate thing. So I'm just saying because I'm a user. Yes, I am addicted to it. We also, uh, I've talked recently that we've got a lot of pigs on the property. I sold three of them last Sunday and it's kind of a funny story. A guy came by, he wanted to look at it. He's been searching for mangalitsa pigs and he's like, Hey, you know, y'all have got them. Nobody else has these pigs. What are, what are y'all doing with them? How are y'all keeping them fenced in? How many do you have? What he had all the questions and he ended up coming by and buying three pigs. He wanted, a, a boar and three gilts, which are female pigs, if you don't know, that have never had piglets. After they've been bred, they're a sow. Before they've ever been bred or had piglets, they're a gilt. So he wanted a boar and three gilts. And the first pig, was, which we caught, was a boar. And he was easy enough. Like, you feed him, he'd come right up to you. I just grabbed his legs. He squealed like crazy, but we tossed him in the trailer Good to go. The second one, uh, it took about two minutes to catch, but you know, they hadn't, uh, it wasn't too bad. And um, grabbed a female, tossed her in the trailer. But by then, the pigs are freaked out because 
if you've ever messed with pigs and you go to grab them and maneuver them somewhere they don't want to be, they can't get away, they go to squealing. And it is quite the ruckus. And so it really stirred up the other pigs. We've we've got eight now. Uh, we had 10 at the time. And so it took us another 30 minutes to catch the third pig. And now, now remember, he wanted a boar and three gilts. So we set up a little, uh, little funnel out of some chicken wire to run them into to trap them so we could grab another pig. And so we messed around, had feed out there. By this time, they've, they've had enough feed that they're not really hungry anymore, but they're still curious. And, uh, so we, we got them into the, the chicken wire funnel and I was off doing something else at the time when, when the two guys that were here to pick up the pigs managed to trap one and grab it. They tossed it in the trailer. I never checked. Turned out they got two boars and one gilt and we were not able to catch any more pigs because they were freaked out the rest of the day. We spent like three hours trying to catch them. And by that time, it's like, no more catching pigs. <laughs> it was a good time, though. But he ended up with two boars and a gilt. So that poor pig, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. We've also got a sick goat. And uh, I, I'm not sure. I thought at first it was goat bloat, which is what they'll get if when sometimes it usually happens in the spring when their feed changes and they get on green grass. And... um they they get a bloat where it makes it hard for them to breathe. They can't burp right because they they process their food twice, really, and they have to burp off the gas that it creates as it composts down inside them because goats are fantastic composting systems. They're ruminants, and so they chew their food twice, basically. They chew it, swallow it, burp it back up, and when they get this bloat, they're not able to off-gas, essentially, and they suffocate to death. So I thought that's what this was. Now I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with her pregnancy. I talked to a vet yesterday who said that sometimes the baby will grow so fast that it just saps the the nanny of all her energy. And so I'm thinking maybe that's what happened. I don't I'm not sure. I'm not 100%, but I'm hoping. So we do have her to deal with. I don't know. I'm praying that uh, she'll make it through whatever she's got going on here. I'm no goat professional, but we're learning. We're trying. Okay, I am back. I took a little three-hour break there uh, to actually go deal with the goat, to go help her out. Ended up taking her into the vet. That was an interesting ride. Had to load her onto the truck. She's very, very heavy, probably 150 pounds, so nearly broke my back trying to load her onto the truck. Got her to the vet. Um, what she has is uh, pregnancy toxemia, is what he called it. And there, there is a uh, ketone paste, essentially, kind of a sugar water thing that, that they give animals that, that get that. It's supposed to give them a boost in their energy, but it's about a 50-50 shot as to whether they pull through or not. So I'm hoping that Indy, which is our goat's name, takes the 50% that uh, pulls her through. We're hoping. Essentially, all we can do at this point is try to keep her comfortable. So we're, we're hoping she pulls through. But enough on the goats. I guess we'll deal with that when it happens. 
In other exciting news, we did finally get the construction loan to finish out our house. So that's super exciting. We're supposed to go in and sign papers on Monday. And like words just can't describe how excited I am to finish the house, to get in the house, and to do all the things because it's pretty well just been sitting there for about a year. I'm trying to do it as we get money. And we have not been getting a lot of money the last year. Um, it seems like, you know, all the other things that we have wanted to do have taken priority over the house. And so now that we got the construction loan, we're, we're able to finish that out. So I'm hoping to be in sometime this winter or maybe by spring, at least somewhere in there. And, uh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I'm not excited about, you know, going into debt and all that because debt's never fun, but getting in the house is fun. And there's things that we can do to generate some income through that. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Uh, I want to talk today kind of in the main episode or the main, uh, main topic of the podcast about me a little bit. I mean, I, I do talk about me. I talk about you guys, but I want to talk about creating a lifestyle of freedom, about doing things that you love doing. I'm a huge proponent of making life what you want it to be. I just watched a little video on uh, TikTok. Yes, I, I do TikTok. And what the guy was saying was there, there's been some research done and I don't remember who did the research, but over 28 years, they were studying the effects of intention on outcomes. Like they, they would have people um, sit in front of some kind of machine that they measured the that they measured things with, and they would have people focus intently on creating the outcome that they wanted. And the more that people focused, the more intentional they were the the higher the likelihood that the outcome that they wanted happened. And they said it was really interesting in a group of people, the intent the, the outcomes were even better. You know, when you got more than one person focusing on creating this outcome, it was even better. They said the best results were when a man and a woman together, especially who were bonded, as in like physically, emotionally, spiritually bonded together, as in marriage, so they were able to create the strongest or the, the highest level of positive results that they were measuring. They were able to create the outcome they wanted the vast majority of the time simply by focusing together on what it is they wanted and creating that outcome. It was super interesting. And that's what I talk about doing, you know, on my podcast, I always talk about creating the life you want to live and it takes focus. John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire, it's another podcast, you can go listen to that. He does a lot of great interviews, but he says that focus, he he says it's an acronym for follow one course until success. Yes, that is true if you know what you want, what the success is that you want. So you have to do the work to know what it is you want and then follow one course until you achieve that success, until you achieve the thing that you want, until you create the life you want to live. So I want to tell you kind of some of the things that I'm doing to create the life I want to live. 
I'm not anybody. I'm not a role model citizen or a role model in having created the success or the life I want. I'm working towards that continually. Everything I do focuses on that. And so I'm just a guy who pursues the things I'm interested in, tries to create an impact for other people through the things I'm interested in and the things I'm good at and try to generate some income off of that. That essentially is purpose. That is living the life you want to live, utilizing your interests, your gifts, and your talents to impact others and to make some money along the way. That is where happiness comes in at. When you're fully utilizing the gifts and the interests that God has given you, because we are created specifically with, we're specially designed with interests and gifts. And when we utilize those things, we're happy. We're like, that's what life is all about is to use what God gave us, use those gifts. And so I'm going to talk about some of the things that I'm interested in and maybe a little bit of what I'm doing to create impact and to generate some income off of it. So we'll just, we'll just start. And it's going to be things like snowboarding. I love snowboarding. Now I'm not good enough to, uh, I haven't done it enough to become good enough to be a professional at it. So it, it costs me money. But that is one of the things that I do, as I said in the last episode, to make life fun again. And the make life fun again is going to be a, a segment each and every podcast episode coming up, what I'm doing to make life fun again. Snowboarding is one of those things. I love snowboarding. I like wakeboarding. I enjoy watching and playing football. I like baseball. I don't watch baseball. I enjoy going to a baseball game. There's something about the atmosphere at the game. It's just, I don't know, it's cool. You drink a Coke, you eat a big old hot dog. I don't do those things in normal life, but you just have to, when you go to the stadium, you got to have a Coke and a hot dog. As You just have to. So those are some things that I enjoy to, uh, to bring a little bit of enjoyment to my life. Um, I like working with my hands and that comes out in trim carpentry and building decks and building stairways, installing siding on a house, doing repairs for little old ladies that have not been able to find somebody to do the work for them. Um, it, it comes in caring for animals. It, it comes out in talking with a friend who's working through something or just, just shooting the breeze with a friend, having a good time. Sitting around a campfire with friends, that's that's a lot of fun. I really enjoy that. I like eating oysters. I like fishing. I like uh, technology. I like learning about new phones. I, I love new pieces of technology, plugging them in, seeing what all they can do, trying to break them. Like not, not really break them because, I mean, that would be pretty easy. You just smash it with a hammer, but testing the limits of what they can do. Um, if I can get a new computer or a new tablet or a new phone, like I'm on cloud nine for a long time. That is, that's great. I love it. I like, uh, software, you know, learning new pieces of software like StreamYard, which is how I live stream videos to multiple platforms at once. I like learning about YouTube, um, podcast software. I use Captivate right now, but I've used two or three or four other ones. Uh, figuring out um, video editing, audio editing, photo editing, 
like all the softwares, I probably have three or four different video editors on my computer that I've messed around with. I don't do a lot of heavy video editing, but I like messing with stuff like that. I, I download all kinds of apps on my phone just to try them out because I love it. It's so much fun to figure things out. I like to learn. And a lot of the ways I learn that is just by trying stuff, like just download something and figure it out. I like social media apps. It's just kind of cool to figure out what the new ones can do. You got all kinds of different ones from things like uh, Clubhouse and Wisdom are two that are very similar. Um, I don't utilize them very often, but I do occasionally go on there. Um, You've got Telegram, Facebook, MeWe, TikTok, Mighty Networks, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Zello, uh, Jitsi Meet, which is a, uh, it's kind of like Zoom, but it's an open source one. Um, WhatsApp, those are just a few that I have on my phone. (laughs) There's so many more out there that I like to dive into and just tear them apart and see what's going on with it, how they work, what, what the possibilities are with that piece of software. I love to learn things through books, through trying, through courses. I'm always taking a new course or joining a membership to see what I can learn in it. And um, so those are just a few of the things that I really enjoy in life. And I try to take what I enjoy and turn it around to help other people with it and hopefully make some money along the way. So in my construction, you know, the, the trim carpentry, the, the building the decks, the repairs, the siding, the, all of those things, I offer my services to people who, who need those kind of services. And I make pretty good money doing that. With the technology and the personal growth side of things, that's what this podcast is about. It, it incorporates the technology And I get to talk about the things that I'm learning and doing and hopefully help other people along the way. I don't make any money at that, although I would like to start incorporating that. I would like to start generating some income through whether it's coaching or consulting on the technology side of things or or whatever that might be. I'm trying to work towards that so I can be home more. I want to work from home a little more to work with people, you know, whether that is uh, virtually in a coaching model or consulting, you know, like I said, with with the podcast set up, which is something that I know how to do. So if you're looking to start a podcast, contact me, Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com. I can help you out with that set up, you know, through different platforms and just really get you going in the recording and editing side of things and uploading, figuring all that stuff out. It's not that hard. We could probably get you set up with a 30-minute 30, 30 to 60-minute phone call, depending how technologically inclined you are. So hit me up if you want to start your own podcast. I don't know. I just I like doing things like that. I like exploring what I'm interested in and turning that around to help other people. That is, in essence, what I do. Take my interest, which is completely and 100% selfish, and turn it around to find other people who are interested in those things or who need those things and help them out. One of the ways that I do that is through personality consulting. I am a human behavior consultant within the DISC model of human behavior. I know that's complicated, but I love talking about personality, really getting to know who people are, how they operate, what makes them tick. 
Now, I'm not so great at drawing that out in conversation because as an introvert, conversation can be difficult for me. But I still, I enjoy those things and I like talking about it. And actually this weekend, I am going to a, uh, it's called Self-Reliance Festival over in Camden, Tennessee. I believe tickets are sold out, so you'll have to wait till next time, which is in February or March. And I'm actually going to be speaking. This will be my first ever speaking gig. So yay me. This will be a lot of fun. But I'll be speaking on the DISC model of human behavior. I won't be like doing the whole presentation that I have as far as what I would offer in a uh, in a group setting or for a church or a family or a business even. But I will be turning that into my own presentation, my own speech, my own style. Because I do have all the slides and all of those things, but I'm not utilizing those. I'm actually coming out with my own stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited, nervous, yes, but super excited. And it's going to, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But that is essentially kind of where I go looking at what kind of life I want to live. You know, the lifestyle of freedom. Look at what that means to me. Figuring out how I want to exist in this world, the impact that I want to have, looking at all of everything I'm interested in and figure out how that fits in with the lifestyle I want to live and the impact I want to have and putting the pieces in each bucket because not everything that I do is going to make money for me. It's not going to support my lifestyle or like it's not going to monetarily support my lifestyle, but your lifestyle also has to have an element of interest, has to have fun and enjoyment in it. And for me, anybody that knows me really knows that I'm not all about the fun. I'm down to business. I am a person who's like, just get the thing done. It doesn't matter if it's fun or not. My wife is the opposite. She's like, Let's have fun while we do this thing. Like, it's not about getting the thing done necessarily. It's more about having fun while doing it. She's one of the hardest workers I know. So I'm not saying that she's only about doing fun things and not getting stuff done. She's one of the hardest workers I know. And, but she likes to have fun while she's doing those things. I'm like, forget the fun, just do the thing and uh, we'll have fun later or forget fun. Like just (laughs) who needs fun? But it does have a negative, it is negative on your life when you don't have anything fun or enjoyable. So that's why I say I'm on a mission to make life fun again. I don't know. I think we've gone on long enough for today. Uh, I did have a, a few more things, but we'll put that in the next episode. In the next episode, I will play a conversation that I had with my brother-in-law on Telegram. My brother-in-law is a farmer, a small farmer in Virginia, and I was talking with him about shortages and kind of asking what he sees coming up because you hear a lot about shortages and possibly even famine in parts of the world over the next couple of years just because of of the events of the last couple of years. However you feel about that, I'm not judging either, either side or the other. But what's what happens will happen. And so I was, I was having that conversation with him. And I'm going to share that with y'all on the next episode. And uh, I was encouraged by what he had to say. 
And also, I, I would like to know what you guys are doing to prepare yourselves to uh, to make your life more resilient against shortages and famine or or whatever you see coming over the next few years. What are you doing to prepare yourself? So that's the question of the day that I'm going to leave for you. What are you doing to prepare yourself for potential coming shortages or even famine? So join the Telegram chat, t.me forward slash constructive liberty. You can follow the channel and join the chat from there. I want to know what are you doing to prepare yourself for the coming shortages, possibly even famine. That's all I've got for you today. Um, if you want to support the show, you can listen on a podcast 2.0 app like Fountain is probably the best one that I've found. You can support the show by streaming Satoshis to me. That helps out. Every couple of cents helps. You can also buy me a book from my Amazon wish list. I love getting books. So much fun. Remember, though, use the past as context, not as concrete. That is from Andy Andrews, the professional noticer. Do good work. <laughs>